Uh, Teletalk Season 2, Episode 8. We already know what we on. Teletalk. Talk that shit. Teletalk. I finally got the season right and the number right that time. We back in the building. It's a magic number, you know what I mean? Two, Fresh eight, off of 8K. What's 28 divided by 4? 7. All right, let's get this bread, huh? Yeah, but that's not... <laughs> that was last episode. You should have that, but trust I mean, Fuck it, you know what? I got the math right, and you know what Ghostface said, you know, you got to get your mathematics right. He's talking about supreme mathematics, you know, that you're 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 0. <laughs> we in the 8, 1, 3. That's knowledge, power, and wisdom, you feel me? This nigga has been listening to, to way too much of the Too much Farrakhan, you feel me? Niggas out here looking like David Duke. Alright. I, I see him in the streets, I give him that Madden juke. Alright, so first off, I'm vacay, uh... <laughs> Yeah, let this nigga get this shit out. Nigga, I'm, I'm, right I'm on 90% battery right now, bro. You feel me? I got that Samsung Galaxy fast charge. You feel me? I can't be stopped. 15 minutes, 7 hours battery life. You feel me? Give a nigga one shot of fucking espresso. This is what he acts like. You already know. Um, So, I just got back Tuesday. You got back last Tuesday. Yeah. From New York. From, yeah, from the... The Big Apple, the nitty gritty. Alright, nobody calls that shit the Big Apple. There's tons of white people on Earth who call it the Big Apple. Yeah, people who've never been in your class at the Big Apple. <laughs> All right, so I'm appealing to a, mo- a greater audience. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, first off of the episode uh, with the TSB, Tristan. Yo. Great episode. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. Um, uh, shout out to Tristan. Re- it's been referred to as a masterpiece by some. Yeah. So, I, I guess if this was like a, a movie trailer, it would be like referred to as a masterpiece by some. Uh... Get, they gave it five stars. Oh, oh, number it. one movie in the country. <laughs> every every new movie is a number one movie. That, yo, I never understand that. How how can you how can you advertise that your movie's number one if you that movie one hasn't even come out two, like what is it number one on a Thursday at twelve p.m. That's exactly they can, how they do it. Like, it's number one for so fucking bullshit, Thursday, bro. Dog, it's, so it's number one for um the age group of eighty to forty nine. Right. Actually. So since we were talking about the movie trailers, there anyways, I guess we'll transition this into we were watching a pre screening to the movie mid nineties at the Lincoln Center at the film festival. That's right. What day did we watch it? The date that we watch it, like October seventh. It was early. It was like yeah. two weeks. It was before last episode, but we couldn't talk about it last episode because Tristan hadn't watched that, uh, the movie with us. Yeah. So we they, they we wouldn't let him. They time. wouldn't let him bring his box cut in, so he couldn't. He couldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. So Yo, it had to be October. It was like October sixth or seventh. That's it Sunday. was a Sunday. Yeah. So October seventh. Yeah, October October seventh. Yeah. So we watched this October seventh. That movie comes out October nineteenth. For, for New York and New LA. New York and LA and the 26th for world, Worldwide. No, nationwide. But that's, well, nationwide, te- that's Teletalk magic right there. We watching movies three weeks before they come out. We was smoking you know, hookah with it, Jonah Hill. You know, it's light. We got we got We got invited. We got invited. It's light shit. Everyone got in for free. I had to pay somehow. But everyone got in for free. It's a, we got, well, we, we got invited. I just made you give me $20. So yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> that's all it is. Uh, so, the night... Started off pretty wild with the fucking line to get in that shit. The line was crazy. The line was crazy to get. The line would look like it was like they were selling fucking Jonah Hill ones or something like that. Yo, that <laughs> which is bad. which is in the making. He did he say got he, one coming he, out? he has a he has a, a shoe coming out with Adidas. Um, so he said it was soon. He didn't give any dates, but he has a shoe coming out. Oh, the Jonah good. ones. That's what he called them. I don't know if that's the actual name, but They're probably gonna be like a pair of young ones or something. It's, no, it's gonna be a, a skate shoe shit? for sure. You know, it's gonna be a skate shoe. I hope so. Um, but yeah, so it started off pretty wild. It had a, it was a weird mixture of people. I wouldn't say weird, but it was a wide variety of mixture yeah. of people. It was a lot of older people and a, a lot, lot of, of young people. A lot there. of students and just people like other 
movie people were there, like the cast from like Lady Bird was there that he yeah. said. Um, some other his sister played in Lady Bird, so yeah. his, his, she was there. Uh, directors were there. We sat in like the perfect seats for the movie. Dude, we sat right how, in the middle. Right in it the was middle, so perfect. Like close to the middle-ish back. Yeah, it was, it was, it was perfect. It was perfect. We had the perfect view for the Facts. movie. Like AMC would charge you two extra dollars for a ticket. If you want uh, to Jonah Hill sat like right next to us. In like the little balcony, us. yeah, and then it wasn't really about above us. It was like right next to the side to side. Um, they had a Q and A, but I guess we'll, we'll get into the Q and A thing at the end. And uh, no, we'll just if you've seen any like uh, video of him talking about it now, because he's been like on a little press run. He's yeah. been saying the same stuff that he said like at the screening. Kind of, but he's, I feel like he got more in depth with the screen. He had he got really emotional at the screening about the movie. Man's about to cry. I feel him. It was like, well, a lot of people were about to cry about that about that movie. Um. So I guess we'll just get into the movie. The movie is based off of uh, the the mid nineties. It's um a skater movie, right? So it's basically to me it was basically like a a skaters Friday, like a Friday movie. Skaters Friday, like the movie Friday, like Friday. But it not it didn't involve like smoking or anything like that. But the way it was shot to me was like that. I don't know if it's because it was shot in L.A. or anything like that. But the way that we both explained it, why well, I explained it um, when I got out was that. It was like him remaking um, a cult classic from the 90s, but just modernizing it. And so the now. way the way I see that shit is kind of like what Virgil did with the 10, where he takes classic sneakers and just reformed them to new classics. So that's the way that I saw the movie was. It was like a new classic movie. It was like a movie that, I don't know, like I, I feel like might get deemed as a cult classic or it might be a huge movie. I, I see that too. I feel this movie being a cult classic just because of like, how different it is and how true it is. Yeah, because it's very niche. Like it's it, it's it's a specific time and a specific type of crowd exactly. of people. And it's shot in a certain way that like this movie, it was the, it was the only way I would want a movie like this to be shot. Exactly. It's like real life. Yeah. Feel me. Um, I feel like the movie really depicted on like uh, like two different aspects of like the of that life. Like, of the skater life. Like, yeah. I feel like that's why me and you could relate to that movie. Because you are, like, the skater nigga who watches the... Like, we don't... We both don't skate. I used to skate when I was younger. But it was, like, skating culture and hip-hop culture are, like, pretty synonymous. So, it was, it's, and like... they've been, like... Like, it's, they're more synonymous in different places. Exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, I feel like you got into the that, that, like, that movie fits into you in a different way than it fits into me. Just like right. how we like fashion, but we like different types. But what I really liked is that they showed what, like, real skating was like. Exactly. Like, real life was, like, over there. Yeah, like, like niggas didn't, he, did, didn't just, like, he just didn't pick up the board. The main character is Stevie, and his nickname is Sunburn. Shout out to Sunburn. Shout out to Sunburn. He starts off in the movie um, where, like, he's trying to fit in. Right. And trying to get into the skate shop. It, it, it starts off, it doesn't start off like a fucking movie where this kid... Like comes out and then ten minutes later he starts doing kick flips and pop shoves nah, like automatically. It took him like the whole movie to do an ollie. Exactly, he was hyped, and that is hyped. real skater life. Like it took niggas a lot of time to fucking. Like that, that, that's what skating is. It takes a lot of time for somebody to land a move because it takes. Right. It takes time to do that shit. But it really showed like the dynamics within like a friend group a lot too, and like the dynamics with the family and like, yeah. just the struggle of like. Because. Um, Sonny, the kid, Sunburn. Stevie was his name. Yeah, Stevie is, is his name in the movie, Sunburn. Sunny's Sunburn is his nickname. Sunny's his real life, the actor's name. Yeah, he's uh, a so, skateboarder. So I just say Sunburn. Like, his problems at home were like nothing compared to the other kids, but he still felt like the same sort of like need to escape through skating yeah, and, that, and that's, friendship as them. That's why in the movie, um, what's the dude's name who skates for Supreme? 
Nakai? Nakel. Nakel. Yeah, Nakel plays uh, Ray, Ray in the movie. And he was at the end of the movie, well, not at the end, like towards the middle of the movie where it started to get more sentimental. Um, he's saying that you wouldn't trade your life for someone else's pro- Well, you wouldn't trade your problems for someone else's yeah. problems. He was basically explaining, like in the movie, the kid Ruben was um, a skater. He, he was a part of the group too, but he, he was it, like the younger one, and then he got like replaced in the by Sonny as being the younger one, and he had problems at home, and he never wanted to be home. Basically, the breakdown of the movie was Ray was the cool kid, because this is why I feel like it, it's a it's a good depiction, because this is basically like your friends groups always. Right, so, everyone has like different roles. And yeah, so Ray was the cool kid, but he had his own problems, and he was trying to fix his own problems. And then there was the kid who grew up with money, who like could get anything, but just. Felt like he didn't know where he was going to go in life and was just getting drunk and high the whole time and just fucking bitches. Like throwing his life away. Yeah, so, and that was fuck shit. And him like, and Ray were best friends, so it was kind of getting like to a split thing because yeah. he was getting jealous about they, Ray. They even said in the movie that like they know the same tricks. Yeah. They can do all the same tricks, but Ray was the one who was more focused on like better himself. Exactly. And fuck the, shit, by the way, is the best nickname in the movie. <laughs> and then the kid who was, uh, who has problems at home but feels like his friends are, his real family was Ruben, a.k.a. if you say thank you, you are gay. Yeah, he's like, don't say thank you, that's gay. Um, the, the quiet kid that doesn't have any confidence but is talented at what he does was fourth grade, the, yeah, the camera dude. The camera dude. Um, the older brother that thinks he's hard and because he beats up on his little brother and plays fucking hip-hop music with Stevie's older brother, Ian. And then the kid who was looking for uh, group acceptance... And for, like, people to show him how to do things with Sunburn, with Stevie. But Um, hold on, I want to give props to fourth grade, because he had, like, maybe, like, five lines in the movie, but he killed the acting shit. Yeah, but the thing thing was, he did it silently. Like, that that character is, like, we all have that character in our friends, like, in our friends group. We all have that character. They don't say much, but, like, when they say (laughs) something... Or, like, you might think of them a certain way, but then they show you up with, like, how talented they might like be. For di- I, like, for different parts of our lives, I think we all could be Stevie. Where everybody's just looking for acceptance in a group. Yeah. And, like, well, like we to, could to see, be around people that they're cool with. We can see parts of ourselves in, like, all the characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can see all parts of the characters except for Ruben. I'm, not, Ruben. I'm nothing like Ruben. I feel like the most, the most character that I related to was Ray the most. Cause like it's like the character that like everybody thinks like yo you're the cool you're like you're the cool person so you don't go through anything but he has the most problems yeah but he just knows how to deal with the problems more. I relate most to uh, say fuck shit I know you're gonna nah Sunburn's mom Sunburn's mom <laughs> what why do you relate to Sunburn's mom the most because she's hot Sunburn's mom is hot <laughs> Sunburn's mom was played by Catherine I'm not even gonna try but she did awesome too she's she was beautiful she's. So basically, Sunburn's mom was just like a mom that was um, going through her own things at the time. It was just like she was looking for a, like somebody to like uh, fill the role of the parents yeah. in the house. And, and she would have random guys come in and out. And even um, Stevie's older brother, um, Ian. Ian, he said, the mom you had growing up is different from the mom I had growing up. She's a different person. Yeah. Cause basically in the movie they they show her uh, a guy leaving the room like they had clearly had just had sex and stuff like that, and uh, Stevie was watching in stuff like that. No hilarious part of the movie was when uh, he's talking about the mask when he went into his room. Oh yeah, dude. So yeah, I I didn't actually remember that part, but he goes into the ma- <laughs> he goes into the room with a fucking what's it Bill Clinton the, mask? Because it, it was based in the nineties, so he comes in with a Bill Clinton mask and just like starts like, quietly sh- comes <laughs> in the room and creeps up and starts beating the shit out of Sunburn. Um, but the, the part that I was going to talk about was when they went to the party. 
Oh, this so, part is legendary. <laughs> this is part the part that most reminded me of like this. This movie had a direct parallel to kids. The Muslim film. Yeah, or like just direct parallel to kids to kids in general going yeah. through like that change of like. This shit was so hilarious. Stevie was probably I would say like twelve to fourteen in the movie. Yeah. So at that time, um, especially when you start hanging around a whole bunch of older niggas, you go to parties, and the parties it was just like five girls, five dudes, like whatever. They go to the party. And uh, I forgot what the character's name is, but I know her real name is Alexa Demi. I also forgot the character. I, for, I forgot what her name is, but is like she it. comes up to Steve and she was like, hey, you're not like the other guys. You're still at that... Uh, <laughs> that age before guys turn into dicks. Dicks and stuff like that. So she takes him into the back room and she lets my boy finger bang. <laughs> and then he comes back out like a classic teenager, comes back out and tells them like, He's yo. He's mad hype. What, what, do you, what do you say? Um, He's like, yeah, she, she let me put two fingers in her vagina. <laughs> yo, yo, at that point, the fucking room was crazy. Because that's the thing that I liked about the movie, that it had a lot of parallels between being serious and being, well, being serious to the point where like, it, it, it's serious because you reflect on the times where you were doing that or you're reflecting yeah. on the times now. And then you reflect back on the times, like the fun shit, where you did that type of shit with your friends at the Duh, party. He, they really were like, oh yeah, what else she do? And he's like, oh, she touched my dick, and it felt good. <laughs> like, I, think she, I think she jerked them off or some shit. Or, or sucked them off we, we don't see that. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't show in the movie. Just like, it, it just goes into the movie. She takes his pants off, and like it doesn't really show that movie. I think the movie's... Is it rated R? I don't think it has a rating yet. Let me see. It should have a rating by now, but uh, if I had to guess, it would be rated R or PG thirteen. It's definitely not G at all. But I would I would say rated R more more likely. So it is. No, it doesn't say at all. Still, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I was rated R. Rated, yeah. I figured it was rated R. So that show was pretty dope. The thing that I really liked about the movie, like it was shot very well. Like, Jonah put his time into it. He said that he was writing the, the, the movie. colors yeah. are, like, so, like, dull and, like, um, bright like, at really the same low time. contrast. Yeah, because the sun is bright yeah. the whole movie. Because of L.A. Because L.A., but the colors are so, like, I want to say burnt out and faded. Yeah. But it looks really good. Oh, you know, we should, we should we shout out just to see if he's listening? Shout out to Ben, the person oh, that we yeah. sat next to at the movies. Yo, first of all, like, Ben... I'm sorry if I was, like, fucking with you too much. I, I probably was, like, mad annoying. We were definitely trolling the fuck out of this nigga because we was mad bored waiting yeah. for the movie to come on. Def- he's already sitting there when we get there. I shake his hand like, yo, my name's Craig. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and I started, like, fucking with him. Find out he goes to the school. He, like, he went to NYU and his friend was there who, uh, he, he writes movies. I was trying to get his friend's, uh, thing so I could shout him out so yeah, he could write movies. But if you listen to this, um, the movie reviews is what he wrote. What he wrote. Um, but even he said the movie was really good. He was like, yeah, I, I didn't really find anything it. bad about the movie. Um, what would you rate the movie? Uh, I think I gave it eight point five. I still give it eight point five. The movie was really good. It's really good. Um, oh, the, the the thing the thing that I really liked about the movie too the the music selection was like perfect to me. Like for the scenes that was that was they had yeah they had uh, a lot of nineties rap so it was a lot of Wu Tang. Um, they had a lot of Souls of Mischief, uh, Tribe, Big L, uh, Jeru the Damager, and then they had a lot of uh, like skate like, tracks and like punk bad bands. They had a they uh, had black Jonah, keys. Jonah Hill said that he had he wrote a personal letter to Morrissey to yeah. clear a song, and they was it made it in. So I was. Really I don't cool. remember him saying that. He I must have zoned out. Recent interview. Oh, I was about yeah. to say I must have zoned out because they did a Q and A at the end, and uh, he didn't mention it then. Nah, he didn't mention. He was just saying like how he was so proud of them. Like like I get why he was saying that because all these pe- all the actors weren't actors. All well, all the skaters weren't yeah, actors. They, this so was like their acting debut. The main the main characters were all skaters. It was uh, Ray, which was uh, Raquel, and then Owen. 
And then, um... Well, fuck course. shit, which was only... Yeah, and then, of course, Sunny. Sunny, the main character, Sunburn, was a skater. And then the other kid who had the... Ruben, who had the long hair, he skated too, didn't he? Yeah, but I don't know his, his uh... I don't know his, I don't I know his real his name. name. But they, they were all skaters. And for skaters, they played a really good role. Even though, like, people yeah. might say, like, oh, they're skaters, so they know how to act. No. Because I couldn't go act like that. I mean, uh... Like, LeBron James could go act like a basketball player, but it won't come off as good as yeah. that. Like, it won't come off as good as that. Like I mean, you, Lebr- LeBron was doing a lot of acting on um, The Shop, pretending to care about Drake's problems. But I, I didn't watch that, so I can't get into it. On, I, we'll have to get into that next week, because you want to get into the Pusha T, Joe Budden thing, but I don't watch... I watch the Pusha T, Joe Budden... Uh, I mean, I watch the Joe Budden episodes. I don't listen to them. Okay. So, he, 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 so next week, we'll talk about that shit, because I know a lot of people want to talk about it. Plus... I don't really want to talk about it now because it's like the hot topic of the week. I don't really like talking about shit that's like popping. More shit's probably gonna come out about it. For sure. Uh, the biggest shit that I, that I found out about that shit was just the 40 shit. Yeah, and it's basically and, it. It's basically and, it. And I don't think that that was a... Let's just say that was a nice chess move by Push. Everything he's done. Is it, it was a very nice chess move by Push. And shout out to you dumb motherfuckers who keep saying that Pusha T's living and dying by this beef. Drake brought that back up, not Pusha. So... Uh, anything else you gotta say about the movie? The movie was really dope to me. The casting of the skaters was really good. The casting was good. Um, most of them are part of the uh, illegal civilization. Yeah. In LA, and then Knox just skates for Supreme. Yeah. I don't, or probably... Uh, I, I suggest you guys go watch the movie. If you yeah, listen yeah. to this podcast, you'll probably most likely like that movie. The movie was really... It was funny, and it had some drama to it. It's probably my um, second favorite movie this year. What's your first? Um, it was a Joaquin Phoenix film. I saw what your brother called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Fuck Fucking Joaquin but... Phoenix. That nigga's a low-key, underrated actor, dog. He's, He's really, really good, good, dog. Um, I feel like he played... I don't know, The Avengers came out this year. That movie was I really good. I haven't seen good. The Avengers. You still haven't ever seen it? Nah, what's the point? What do you mean, what's the point? I know what happens. What's the point? What the fuck? Like, what's the point? <laughs> Alright. Like, I don't get it. Like, why would I watch it? I literally point? know... Well, whose fault is that? I don't know what that happens. I knew what happens before it even came out. Nigga, whose fault is that? Not mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you read that in like a fucking movie credit shit, and you just read. Nah, it I don't read those, but like sometimes it just pops out. You, know, you got mad memes, and then I don't want to watch a movie after being exposed to the memes first. You feel well, me? Well, I don't really care about uh, knowing the ending to movies. That shit don't really bother me like that, unless it's like a a twist at the end of the movie. Yeah, because this is supposed to be like the most important thing that happens in the movie and... I yeah, but it, it isn't a twist in the movie. It's like... Like, I... That, that's like but saying... But it's the big reveal. Well, like, not reveal, but like, major event. Yeah, but I don't think the ending of that movie just made me like, oh, like, oh, I did not see that one coming. Like, I knew, I knew I it was coming at the end. I but probably, the movie was really good, though. It was watched, long. It was like three hours. Yeah, I probably watched the one that comes after. Like, when they come back. Oh, I'm going to watch the next one. I don't really watch those movies and stuff like that, but that last movie was really good. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mid-90s comes out October. Well, 20. tomorrow if you're in L.A. and um, Oh, shit. It's already the 18th? Yeah. Well, tomorrow if you come out, if, if you live in L.A. and New York and the 26th uh, well, nationwide or worldwide, whatever. Yeah, we the movie was really good. Let's have a viewing party. We can all get the gang together. I, yeah, I'll, I'll highlight Jonah and see what we can do. Yo, Teletalk merch coming soon if these people stop playing with us. Dude, I, I don't even want to get into that because I called these motherfuckers four times today and their line was busy. Whose line is busy in 2018, dog? It was busy? It was busy. It was, it was, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, they were, ta- they were okay. chatting shit, bro. Alright, so, alright, we'll transition to the more shit that we did in New York. One thing that I didn't like oh, is I don't like that area around the Lincoln Center Theater. Like, that area was like, what we were talking about, like, this. it's like an area that is like, 
Who the fuck? If you live in New York, who the fuck would want to be around that area? What's over there? Because I just saw. Like, yeah, well, I told you it's like all the big Cartier stores. It's like all the yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like the, Gucci's and the shit school. Like that. The school was right there, wasn't it? Like yeah, NYU was like right across the street. Um, I think the NYU dorms are right across the street because uh, so, yeah. well, they're spread out through New York because they have NYU campuses on in Soho too. So imagine that would suck. I I would hope they they plan shit out very very well for me to go to NYU and then I have to go from Soho to fucking Midtown. To, I would to be make tight. I would you got, be you tight. got the 15 minutes. Exactly. I'm pretty sure they, they have it planned out. Like, and the train delayed. Just, just like our school was like uh, business buildings there oh and all gosh. that bullshit. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll transition to, I guess, the New York recap. We do this every time we come back from vacation. Um, last time it was a recap with me, but I guess I'll get let Andrew fucking... Well, no. I'll tell the story, this story first and I'll let you just recap on like, shit we did in New York and shit like that. The story when we were going to Mikey likes it, dog. Uh, I was not letting this one not go over the radar. We should have went to Insomnia Cookies. No, so all right, so we go to no. I'm not even talking about the actual mission. That we're we talking about to, the guy. The guy. Oh yeah. So did we, we not talk about this last week? No, we, we didn't. Right. If we did, we, we didn't explain the whole story. So we were going to Mikey likes it. It's an ice cream shop. It's an ice cream shop where you can have any mixes in. Yeah, you can uh, literally bring shit in and he'll mix it. Yeah, and we and I have me and my cousin have been trying to go to this spot since 2014, but some like for some reason there's always a problem that we can't go to that spot. So this time we actually are like, oh yeah, we definitely getting it. So we made a plan to go get this. We go to Mikey likes it. We're on the way there and there's a school across. I think we did talk about it last week, but fuck it. There's a school across the street. <laughs> this motherfucker, this guy is. Clearly standing outside waiting for his kid. He has a kid in the in the fucking uh his car, so he's on the phone. And then I didn't really recognize it at first. You guys recognized it before me because I was I was towards the back and I think I was checking my phone. He he was like, "Yo, you see these bum ass niggas? <laughs> he's like, these niggas is trash. I'm about to go over there and bust their ass." It's it's little so, kids. Bro. No, yeah. So not even that. I pan and look at the school. I, at first I thought it was a high school. I pan and look at the school. The the oldest kid there had to be like eleven. <laughs> So I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, these niggas some bum-ass niggas, bro. I'm about to go bust these niggas' ass. This man had to be at least, like, 48. He he definitely was in his late 30s or 40s. So I'm like, yo, this is the epitome of New York. These niggas is, like, wanting to bust some little niggas' asses in basketball. Duh. And then the more that then in the story is we went to Mikey actually and that shit was closed. Yeah, uh, but once there, was, again. there was just one dude walking in and out. In and I, out the place, bringing ice cream in, but the, the place was closed. Oh. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, whatever, man. I think you went next door and got some pizza. Yeah. How was that pizza? It was all right. It was like an <laughs> average, like seven. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think you can really get a bad slice in New York. Even nah. the dollar slices are really good. If you pay um $2 for a slice, that's good pizza. Yeah. You pay $3 for a slice, it's a really good pizza. That's OD though. Prince Street Pizza is like three seventy five a slice, but it, it it's a um Sicilian slice, and they give you a big slice. That shit's fucking delicious. Also, if you guys want to go to Juliana's, it's in Dumbo. It's a it's a uh, a Napoli style uh, pizza, so like margarita pizza and stuff like that. It's really good. Nah, we only do Tony's. Tony's Pizza in Bushwick. Uh, I can give you the exact address. But I can't either. Just just wander around Knickerbocker and Wilson, and you'll find it. Yeah, it's it's right. It's over there on one of those corners. Uh, shout out to to Primo and that motherfucker. Um. Any other food places that... That I went to? Yeah, that you would recommend other uh, people to go to? I had brunch at uh, La Parisian. Mm-hmm. I forgot where that's at, but... That's definitely in Midtown. Like, that's Somewhere in the city. That's in the city. That's in the city, city. And, um... Like, Manhattan, when I say the city, city, city. Yeah. That shit was good. They had a good des- dessert called the Floating Island. That shit almost made me shit myself. It was like a... 
like a little almost like custard yeah like almost like flan almost right yeah. but not flan because it's french for you bozos out there but it was like floating in like a, a pool of like sauce like creamy sauce that was like a dessert sauce and i was like damn this is gonna make me die why would it make you shit you like to tell her yeah I'm super lactose But that shit was like Shit I don't dairy. understand Why lactose people Always eat Fucking lactose Because well, I, Lactose intolerant people Always eat lactose Because um When you're allergic to like Let's say peanuts right Yeah That shit will almost kill you It'll make you super uncomfortable The second you start eating it Yeah Let's And then um, For something else Like if you're allergic to dogs you don't want to get anywhere near dogs because the second oh, so you I, get, I get where you're going, you're when you're lactose, that. you can still it, it enjoy it to the fullest. But you can, we just, bullshit. I know at least like four or five people who are lactose, and those people would all go get ice cream. Well, one time in the mall in Orlando, we went to go get uh, ice cream because it was the free ice cream shit. Hagen Dots. Shout out. Hagen. So we all went to go get ice cream. Think Dutch. And I'm like, after we got the ice cream, I'm looking at everybody and I'm like, dude, aren't all you guys lactose and then lactose intolerant? And they're like, yeah. Dude, within the time that they ate that ice cream and walked to the car, everybody had to go out and take a shit back in the mall. I mean, that's just them, bro. <laughs> I mean, it still tasted good. Any other places you recommend in New York? Um, Tony's we went to. Truthfully, I don't know how I survived. I just ate a lot of bullshit over there. That is true. You did have a lot of fucking random shit in the fucking... This is the only person I know who would... Who would save food and not have a microwave to warm it up and just have it in the fucking thing. Yeah, I was eating in, food in the cold in the morning. Ah, dude, that's so unhealthy for you, dog. Is it? Yeah, to, to eat. You had wings, dude. I, no, no, I, I didn't eat the wings. I ate the fries. I would, Ugh, yeah. gross. I, what, what's really, is that really unhealthy to eat, like, cold food? That's well, no, 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 no. Um, it's been cooked already. Yeah, then, like, I, I, I thought food. you were eating, uh, like, chicken and meat. Is and that like bad? That. Yes, because if you don't heat that up to a certain, uh, a certain heat... Then the bacteria stays in there, so it gets you really sick. You can get food poisoning. Yeah, but like if that. I cook it, it's it's gone. No, when when you re you have to reheat it once that makes it gets no cold. Sense to me, it, Google it. No, 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 because I'm trying to understand is like, <clears throat> why just does meat? All right, that makes sense because meat. It's is meat, like, it, and the meat uh, the meat collects bacteria. I feel uh, fries and shit won't be bad. Like people like eating cold pizza. I'm, I've never I been a fan of cold pizza. pizza. I fuck with cold pizza heavy. Um. Uh, so we went to Smorgasbord too So Smorgasbord oh, yeah. is uh, It's like a food festival type. It's kind of like a food festival But they do it every Saturday Within the uh, the summertime I think The Saturday we went to Was the second last Saturday Yeah So, so you can't get any more bozos Yeah you have to wait Till ne- next Saturday But no I think they do another one But in In uh, in So In fucking uh, Facility While we were there Because this one's outside Yeah So at the place we went to, uh, you went to, where did you get the lamp uh, lamb sandwich from? What do you remember? I don't remember the name, but I had a really good lamb sandwich. It's called a Lamb Sammy. That shit was crack. Uh, so I remember the names of the place I went to. So Rooster Boy was a Korean um, fried chicken. So it was like a, a Korean fried chicken sandwich with uh, fermented uh, coleslaw. And I'm not a fan of coleslaw at all, but that shit fit perfectly well this is like real coleslaw yeah um so at that place i'd give it an eight out of ten I eat, then, there, I eat there too but i had like a different sauce i fuck with it heavy i'll give it eight uh waffle waffles waffles Wa- waffles waffles <laughs> waffles no it's not waffles it's wow and then fools. yeah yeah uh but, it, it's a it's a waffle place where um it's it like makes, a waffle ice cream cone yeah it's like uh that's but it's not a waffle waffle with the squares it's a waffle with the circles the doughies. imagine like a japanese like Pancake. Well, that that's what it is. They are Asian. Yeah. There's it's an it's an Asian ice cream the, place. The Japanese pancakes are like fluffier and thicker. So yeah. that's what it was, but like a waffle. So it was that and a scoop of ice cream, and you could have any mixes in, which I was fucking with that. Yeah, heavy. but they even though they had like four or five mixes, in they anyways, ran but. out of cinnamon toast crunch. I was tight. <laughs> so I think the price of that was nine bucks for the waffle and then a scoop of ice cream. 
It was completely worth it to me. That shit was that's fucking a, delicious. That, that was that, a 9 out of 10. That was the last thing we ate before we left. And that shit was fire. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And then I had... That was a good day. Yeah, that was a really good day. Then we had duck fries. Then I had duck fries, which was poutine. Um, I give that a 7 out of 10. I, they give you a lot of a lot of food of it, but they put the cheeses they used was a little too, like, I don't know, maybe too fatty for me. I didn't really... No, you, you didn't even finish them shits, but nah, it was dude, a lot, though. It was a... Dude, it was... It was I think it wasn't just a lot. But I give it a 7 out of 10. I think it was just a lot of food. You kind of violated, though. I, I think it was. Because, like, there was, like, half of it left, and you're like, damn, I don't want anymore. You started putting your trash on top of it, and there was, like, mad people around that could have wanted it. <laughs> but nobody said anything. Nobody says anything, bro. You could... you if, if people... Because we went with two other people, and then two other two, two other people came with them. Yeah. So, no, they all were all the table, when I'm eating it. I leave it there for... That's the thing I know. I leave it there for a good minute. You did not. It dude, was for, like, I left 12 it, seconds. Not even, dude. I left it there for a good two minutes, <laughs> and nobody it. said anything. So, I'm like, fuck that. I'm throwing these bitches away. Hey, the The... The faces well, the, of the people around me when no, you put no, the fucking bottle in everybody the, there, in the napkin. I, no, because I remember... They weren't really eating like that. Though. No, I remember everybody there had already said that they were full. So I'm like, oh, nobody wants these fries and if you guys are full because these shits are, clearly got me full before we went to go get some fucking brews, bro. Get some um, brewskis with the boys? Uh, well, it was all women. Yeah, it was all women. <laughs> um, Shout out my cousin, Selenis. Tristan. We met up with Tristan that day. No, I'm just saying the Tristan stories. Let's let's, let's unpack Tristan them stories? all. All right. Um, which one? Which one you want to tell first? The Bushwick one or no? You went out with him some days that I didn't go with. Him. Yeah. So the, basically, the day that I got there. And hit TSB last TSB, episode. Go watch that. I'm gonna listen to it. Um. Fuck. What did I do with Tristan? Basically, what he did with the four of us yeah. when we all together. Well, it's he, what did, he did with you. It, he did with me. We went to the same uh, the Tony's Pizza. He bought uh, explicitive from the Habibis on the corner. <laughs> like, it, they, how it works is, like, it's kind of like um, a corner store, but, like, the window's on the outside of the building. Yeah. And you just kind of pull up, and he just puts more on the counter. Doesn't say anything to him. There's mad niggas standing on the corner. And um, what they do is they put the explicitive in a coffee cup with the lid on it. And then we walk down a block. He opens it. Smells it. He was like, that's good shit. <laughs> puts it in his bag. I'm like, all right, we just doing that? But now he walks mad fast. Uh, so yeah, so if anybody who knows who goes to New York, they walk on a different time. I adapt to it really quickly. Yeah. But other people like will say that it's it's way too fast of a pace. It to wasn't way up. too fast, but like it was definitely like noticeably quicker. <laughs> so I guess I'll tell the story when we went to Bushwick when we went to go thrift shop. So we went, we all went to go thrift shop. It was me, AB Dash, Tristan, and one of uh, AB Dash's former lady friends. Um, <laughs> Word. We we homies. So. Uh, we went to go thrift shop. The thrift shops that we went to, I feel like didn't have a. One thing that I noticed about going uh, vintage shopping um, is that's not for me. I would have to pay somebody to. I, I, the thing is, I don't want to pay the high, but I'll pay the middle for it because I'm not going to go thrift and look through a million piles of clothes. That's what he does every day. Thing. That's what he does every day. That's the thing. If you want to get good vintage shit, that's how you do it. Good vintage yeah. shit for good prices. Because you can find some shit for 2 $3. That's worth $300, When we were out there, we must have hit like four or five stores. We hit like seven stores. Yeah. And then, aka TSB, aka one more block down, we went to Tony's. That shit was at least a mile away. <laughs> and nah. every corner he was saying, yo, nah, bro, it's just one more block. Just one more block. And then by the end of the fucking trip, we, we, we would uh, tell him like, yo, 
how far is it for real? And he'd be like, it's like 15 blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this nigga, but I'd rather somebody be up front with me than tell me it's one more block. One more block. And then we go like 40 blocks. But the pizza was worth it. The pizza was really good. Yeah. Tony's pizza was really good. I like, if I had the address, I would tell you the address, but I don't know any other addresses. Um, shopping. Besides ventures, what do we do shopping? Um, we went to Soho on Friday. Yeah, we mainly just hit like Kith and shit like that. Yeah, for, but yeah, like that, was, that was from my cousin because he likes Kiff a lot. But uh, but I feel like I never really uh, ever want to go to Kiff, but I can always find something in there that I want. Like yeah. I wanted those those uh, New Balance nine nineties. Though I, I did ones. almost bought some Visvims when I went to exactly because that's the first time I seen them in real life. So for real? Like, in real life, yeah. I see them all the time. No, I mean like for for sale. Yeah. So like. I could touch them because if I see on my people's feet, I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, can I touch your shoes?" Yeah, that's but weird. like I had them in my hands, I was like, "Damn, these are legendary." Every time I go to fucking Kiff with him with my cousin, he buys something. He buys something every time. Every, it doesn't. That's it doesn't. His it doesn't stop every time. Now it's because Kiff is a zero uh, tier zero store, so they get shit that other stores won't yeah. get. Like I'm not a big shopper of uh, in like the malls and shit like that, but in New York, I'll go into boutiques like uh, A Life and all that shit. And there's all the little boutiques that that you can go into. Damn, I should have went to A Life. Um. What you cop from New York? Anything? I, Yo, you cop a lot of shit in New York. I, I cop like little shit. A lot of accessories. A lot of accessories. Run it down. I got some hats, cups, di- uh, dice. Whoa, 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 we need brands. Oh, the brands in there. Uh, a Noah cup and hat. Yeah. Emilion Door dice. Emilion Door uh coffee mug. Not coffee mug. Espresso but cups. Espresso cups. Yes, yeah, that's those postcards. Um, that's it for accessories. Besides that, I didn't. I didn't buy too many. Things I did buy some shit from Conveni from Hypefest. We yeah. talked about that. Did it come in yet? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So. Oh, that was socks in a milk carton. Just like the, that's it. Like it, it didn't like. It came. It came in a cool box. But huh? that's dope. I didn't. I, it's still unopened. I didn't open the milk carton yet. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you don't have anything to say about it. Um, yeah, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um. What else? For the stores that I hit, I only really I hit like a few shit. The, the only thing crazy, I I still missed out. I didn't go to BBC. I wanted to go to BBC, so I didn't. That's when we forgot to hit that day in Soho. Then yeah, we forgot to hit BBC. But when I was on my own, I hit stuff like Mason Kitsune, and uh, little weird, little weird French stores like that. <laughs> uh, I think the even one- though I think <clears throat> sometimes I think Mason Kitsune is Japanese, but they're not. They're French. They just have a huge Japanese clientele, which is like really weird to me. Um, not weird, but interesting. To cop, to cop. I think most shit that I cop was at Uniqlo. I like those shirts a lot. Oh, those, yeah. those, uh, I did get a shirt there. I got a couple of Uniqlo shirts. Um, just basic tees and stuff like that. But their basic tees, dog, that quality well, on that. Be that, specific, the Uniqlo U. The Uniqlo U basic tees, dog. The quality of that basic tee is fucking amazing. For $15, yeah. that shit's... I got every color. It's thick, but it's not heavy. I like it because it's thick, but it's... Because I don't really like... Those like one like those like thin ones. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not gilded. Yeah, it's not gilded. It feels thick. good. <laughs> it's like I don't know how I can, I can explain. Gilded is what ten percent cotton or ten ten no, ounce cotton. Ten ounce. I think it's not ten ounce, mind you. I think what you got at Uniqlo you use like you think it's ten, you think it's twelve. What you got? Yeah. Cause the thing is the collar's thick, so I like it, but it's not that gilded thick collar. Gilded cotton is like six ounce, mind you, for a t-shirt. It is, it is pretty good on top. Because but, these be like 14 ounce, 12 ounce max. Yeah, but no, that tee is... 30, that, 32 that, GSS. That's probably one of the best basic tees. I, I would recommend that tee for everyone. Nah, that tee was fucking great. Um, What's the fit? Like, there's like a medium's a medium, small Yeah, small. dude, that, that, that's what I was going to say too. The fit of that shirt was like perfect. It's like completely yeah. perfect. 
Um, I gotta lose some weight or get fatter because XL's too big and large makes me have tits. Oh, you're, you're in that, you're in that, yeah, that like, fucking transition stage right there. Right. You're right. in that purgatory. I'm in that mad purgatory. So now when I wear XL, like, it's too, like, long and wide, but large is, like, it depends on the brand. Depends yeah. on the brand also, but, like, large is, like, almost uncomfortable. Dude, I don't know, man. I've been a medium since, like, freshman year. Nah, I haven't been a medium since so, 2010. I could wear, te- I could wear those tees that I had in high school still. Um, like that. What else did I cop? Uh, I feel like I copped a lot more shit that I that I'm not cop some sneakers. I don't remember what sneakers I cop. John Elliott's. Nah, they cop. I, I do like the John Elliott Air Force Ones though. If they weren't one fifty, I would cop. Um. Damn, I feel like I cop some other shit. I don't really remember now. Like I should have wrote it down, but I know I copped a lot more of this shit. Like I know I copped more high end shit too. I like after you left, I hit a lot of more high end stores. Thanks, bro. Um, the fuck? Like, were you gonna go buy stuff? I don't like going to. That's the thing. I don't like going to high end stores and not buying things. Yeah, but I could have had some sparkling water. <laughs> that is true. I did go to Acne Studios. You did. I bought something. Uh, I bought something from Acne Studios. The same people was there. They're cool. Um, the only place that I wanted to go to that I didn't go to was Open Ceremony, and I didn't go to. Did you go to BBC when I left? No, I didn't go to BBC. Um, BBC I was going to, and I never buy anything. I just like to be around the scenery. I like the. I like the vibe. I with definitely would have cop something for sure. You would have cop something because they have a lot of human made shit in there. Um, but the things with me, like, everything they have in there, like, human-made shit, you can buy it cheaper online, so I wouldn't buy it there. But they do have a lot of BBC exclusive shit that you won't see out as well. They recently had a new Bear Brick. Yeah, B- well, BBC actually has a new, um, an ERD collab. Yeah, out. coming soon. Um, or, uh, is it coming soon or is it out? I, I think it's which, out. Which one? Because they're always putting shit out with, um... Well, the one that has the Star Trek shit and all that stuff. Oh, that's out. Yeah, that's, that's out. out. So that, that that one's out. Um, I think BBC NERD Adidas is coming soon. Yeah, they are coming soon. Um, I heard those aren't going to be that exclusive, so it, uh, for all you resellers, don't double up on that. Just buy you for personal if you want Um, Any other Tristan stories that you got? Oh, he's, he's just funny. <laughs> Tristan's fucking hilarious. Uh, events or exhibits that you went to? I went to the 2018 exhibit. Maybe did not get to go because he went on Monday when it was closed. Um, the exhibit, it was cool, but it was small. Like, it only, like, it only had the, the pile of yeah, the, thing, the of two things. Cars. And the two cars, that's it. Really? That's all it had. And then, uh, like, on the left side, it was, uh, the gift shop store and stuff like that. What was in the gift shop? Like, a lot of Murakami shit, a lot of his, like, his book was in there yeah. and stuff like that. A lot of cool shit, though. Like, oh, Pharrell's new book is coming out. What's it called? Uh, I have his old book, The Places and Faces. I don't know what it's called, but it's coming out in November, I think. I hope it's kind of like Pigeons and Fish. It is. It's made by the same Rizzoli company. Right, so yeah, you know how to be. I'll probably get cop that. Um, oh, even High Snobody has a new book out. The Incomplete History of Streetwear and Fashion and stuff like that. That might be a cop. Yo, High Snobody, send that to us. Joe, you better send that to us. Jonah Hill inviting us to fucking mid-90 um, fucking pre-screenings. Thanks, bro. We we'll so, appreciate it. So High Snobody, send that. Um, Yo, A-Life, hire me. Any why do you want to get hired by A Life? A Life, if you hire us as consultants, I'm with it. They look like they need some help. Um, fun, uh, any funny shit that happened? And well, they, we do have a lot of funny stories. That time that we went, uh, we left High Fest and we went to the fucking. Uh, well, I was scavenging looking for fucking uh, outlet to put to plug in my phone. Oh my God, we go to the pizza were... place. We go to the pizza place, and I'm like, yo, let me charge my phone here. Like, nah, I have all my plugins. Um, this is a epitome of New York niggas. I have all my all. I have every out that I need is already used, being used. used. I buy, I buy a slice of pizza. We're, we're all sitting down, we're eating. Like, hey, hey like, yo, 
Let, let, give, give me, give me uh, your charger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge your phone. I'm like, New York niggas always front like they, they're like mean, but y'all be good people, bro. Like, Just be good people. And then when the you were leaving, he was like, Yo, I'll send you a bill for the electricity. Yeah, he, he was like, he was like, uh, he I put it on your tab. You look like you're good for it. Yeah, he's like, you look like good for because I had a turtleneck and fucking <laughs> some, some uh, Kasubi jeans and some fucking uh, Balenciaga Jaffa boots on. So I did it like I was good for it, but you, I'm not good for it. <laughs> uh, they were coming back. Uh, that pizza was kind of average. Yeah, that pizza was not good. <laughs> but it's Subway pizza. What I mean by that is like... It's, it's the by pizza. the Subway, it's yeah. It's literally right there. It was, what, dollar seventy five slice, I think? Yeah, something like it that. Was, it was all right. It was good because we were hungry as shit because high-fest fucking food is super expensive and it was all trash. I didn't even look at that shit, bro, truthfully. I saw the food I that they had it. there. All right, to put it bluntly, I didn't see anyone eating. No, I, I didn't see, see anyone eating. eating. Everybody was sitting by the things, but nobody ate. The only thing that we were going to get were those mini donut things, but it was like, for seven months, for seven of them, it was like 10 bucks. I was like, yeah. no way we're going to eat that shit. You fucking crazy? And like, mini donuts, and like, the other size is like bottle caps, man. Exactly. Like, the mini donut factory here is fucking 16 for like, eight bucks, dude. Hold on now, Chief. Let's go. Right now, nigga? Not, right not, not right now, but like, I'm saying like, we should I think that's just going to be close by the time we finish. Um... Dope shit that you like about New York and the bad shit. Like, what was the good shit that you liked and the bad shit that you liked about I like falling in love in the subway. Falling in love on the subway? Yeah. That I happens like, to me all the time. It's like once a day. Or like, fuck, I don't even say twice a day. It depends on how many times Dude, I ride. The women in, in, in New York are fucking touchable, though. Oh, my God. The thing is, I only got to look at them once. I'm like, damn. Nah, I'll go, I'll go talk to you on the train. If you, if you look at me a couple of times and you make some eye contact, I'm going to talk to you. Um, what else? I'm a lot more like fantasizable. Oh, this niggas are um, like so romanticized things. Yeah, absolutely, I, not, having, I like, do not at all. I be having like full on like coming to marry her and we have babies. And shit. Not shit like that, but like on different I imagine time. like picnics with San Pellegrino yes. and Giardelli's yeah. and shit like that. You know me in fucking uh, Pinaguinos. San um, Pinguinos. Pinguinos. I fucking love my Pinguinos. Fucking this dude. Uh, so bad stuff. The only thing. No, I'm saying like keep going on dope shit. If you have dope shit, and then bad shit too. Cause I, you know, everything has a good and a bad to it. I feel like, as opposed to here, like, I was, you're either doing something or on your way to do something, and I really like that feeling. Yeah. You don't or you do. I really do like oh, that yeah, feeling. Yeah, when, right. I feel, when I'm back here, I'll be like, I feel like I'm wasting time. But the thing, the thing that I, I don't like about New York God is that I can't really focus there because there's so much shit going on. Like. Nah, I feel better than that. What do you mean? Like, I feel focused in that. When, like, do you? So much like, if I have something to do, I feel focused. But if I don't have anything to do, I feel like my mind is running, like, a million miles a second. Nah, I like that. I always felt like... Like, I, I feel like I should be doing something there. Like, I put it in, like, terms of, like, something we talked about last... Maybe two episodes ago when we were talking about Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Where there's a lot of stuff going on. And I find, like... I can tune in on like one instrument, like one sound, and that yeah. makes me feel like so peaceful. And like that's what I was doing in New York. It was like there was smashing well, yeah. going on, but if I could focus on one thing, I, like, I felt like there's the fire. the Ross line on uh, Tears of Joy. He was like still walking through the crowds, like I can't be touched. Like I feel like I'm just in the middle of a whole bunch of chaos happening. Yeah. So it's peaceful to me, but I'm saying like if I'm not doing anything, it's like I should be doing something. So let's do yeah. something because there's a million niggas out here doing something right now. Also, I feel like when you when you relax or you sit down, your battery recharges faster. Like five minutes oh, of sitting down. Mother- this up. motherfucker was on 15% battery all day in New York. No, no, and no, grumpy. No, no. I was not, nigga. You were grumpy. I was, I was regular. I, I bet you were definitely grumpy. You're like, I want to leave. <laughs> you know, shit's whack. Shit's whack. I mean, no matter what percentage you're on, if shit's whack, it's whack. I just want to bag some shorties. Um, I hear you. Some more dope shit? The more dope bad shit? You got anything else? Um, as far as dope food, shit. Food? 
that's you know that's yeah. dope shit. You can hit any place and it, like sometimes you, even if it's bad, you yeah. can pay a lot for it. So yeah. you don't feel like, like I'm I'm not using Yelp in New York because people complain about things like uh, delivery time and shit. Like that. I don't really care about that stuff. Oh, my, if, my if, if the food, if the, if the if it took an hour to get to me, but the food is a nine point five out of ten, uh, that doesn't matter to me at all. They the food use the wrong sugar in the coffee. Exactly, like I feel like that's the one bad thing about New York that they complain about everything. Like everything's supposed to be perfect to them, so they complain about everything. Nah. Like over here, that we would we will feel bad for somebody for like making a mistake, so it won't be bad. Over there, do people don't even tip like that? We, dude, I remember going to dinner. Like it, I wouldn't say it was a business dinner, but it was kind of like a business dinner. It, so we went and the the bill came out to like eighty bucks because it was like one of like a like a, a hybrid high end and like casual place. And they're like, yo, how much do you think we should leave? I, well, I asked, how much you guys think we should leave? These motherfuckers said $10. $10 on an $80 bill? I'm like, nah, we're definitely not leaving $10. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, And I did not hang out with those people ever again. Like, it says a lot about the, about you to me is how much you, like, uh, like, how much you tip. Because it's like, how, how you deem people to be like, oh, that's, that's their job. They're supposed to do it. Like, if we were in yeah. Japan, then yeah. That shit's fucking... I hate that. I was like, oh, that's some, it's somebody's job is to take care of that. Yeah, motherfucker. They get paid like $6 an hour because they know they're going to get tips. Some like waitresses that. or waiters get paid like $0.25 cents an hour. And always, they Where, always, dude? Like that's in real life. Like $1.25 and all tipped. That's crazy. That's why like we do this a lot because we go to a lot of places here where like, yeah, the meal will be like $11. Yeah. We always leave like 6 7 Dude, if I go to Waffle House and the bill $6, bucks, i am leaving $6. Yeah, no doubt. Like the fuck, nigga. Like you uh, imagine. I just put myself in people's shoes. Like imagine you going to waffle. Like somebody going to waffle house and the people you have to deal with at waffle house because you know who you're gonna deal with at waffle house. Like three in the morning, just yeah. me a whole bunch of drunk people. Nigga, I would snuff the fuck out of one of y'all if y'all left me a three dollar tip or two dollar one dollar tip. Nigga, what? That's why it's six dollars. Um, I recently went to a place where like the tip is included in the price. The I still gratuity tip. shit. Yeah, I still, I, still, I still tip on top. I was like, damn. There's a, there's a lot of places like that in New York that leaves gratuity, but I. I don't know, for some reason the... It the, doesn't feel right, it feels scummy. No, not yeah. even, like, the sin, the sinister in me or, like, the fucking punk in me is like, I know you motherfuckers ain't giving this to the Facts. waiters anyways. Like, know, only, only those high-end yeah. places give it to the, the waiters. I know y'all y'all doing tip share, and I know the person helping me, exactly. I want that person to get that. Bun. Exactly. I know that... Fucking the, Debbie over there. Yeah, I know the hostess that, that, that you guys just got because she looks good is going to get a cut of that fucking tip because they do the group tip. Um, so, I guess it will end that on, on, well, I do like the customer service in New York, though. If you actually go to a restaurant, they're, like, on top of things, yeah. like, very well. I don't, when I think of stuff that was bad, I can't even, it's just kind of, like, some things that you can't really, con- that you can't control, like, there's trash bags everywhere and shit like well, that. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't like the trash everywhere, um... I'm not a huge fan of taking the train. Like, I'll take the train. I, I don't really care. The train, but I don't, I'm not a huge fan of taking the train. Um, like, I'm, I'm fine with it. But you know how that shit gets, it gets a little a little packed. Like, remember when we was coming back from Mikey Likes? I was falling over. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like times like that. But if the train's a normal train, like, it's, it's the, fine. The, if the train is packed and I got a hand on a pole, I'm fine. Like, I'm telling you right now. If anybody wants us to come out to some, to, to, to some events of theirs again, y'all are giving us a service car. Please, I need a <laughs> drive. I, we definitely need a suburban and a service car if you want us to go to events again. With the windows tinted, and I gotta say, Mud Boy on it. Yeah, check. <laughs> uh, Mud Boy came out. Did we talk about that? I last talked week? about it. Oh yeah, so we talked about it last week. So yeah. Yeah. Um, the style of New York. What? 
Like, what did you see the styles from being different? Mad different here? styles, but I feel like... Dude, um, I, I'm just saying this right now. I wrote this in parentheses. Dude, there was... I always wondered, like, who buys all these tote bags? Every fucking body in New York has a damn tote bag. And it's fire. I have my own tote bag. Exactly. Uh, I'm, tote bags, I don't really give a fuck about. Um, I did see a lot of messenger bags, too. Like, yeah. that's getting crazy. Um, crazy thing is, I didn't see a lot of hyped-up sneakers there. Like... It took, there was a lot of different sneakers. Like, yeah, it took a long time for me to see the Elementary 87 Reacts. Like, and I, we saw him on like a regular dude. Yeah, a regular dude with a Gore-Tex and then he had some olive socks. I'm like, yo, this nigga's fly. Like, I like that type of style because it was super plain. And, I'm, and that made me want to go buy those because I can get those at retail right now. So I might go buy them shits. Because I did... I, oh, that's what I bought a lot you, of. You bought the, like 10 pairs of socks. Oh, dude, and then you need those socks? Oh, that's the best shit in the world buying those socks. The fucking... Uh, what was it? Three for ten? Or is it 4 for well, 10? Depends on which ones you get. Well, I think I think I got a 3 for 10 ones. That, I like it. them a lot because when you wash them, they, they stay strong. Exactly. They're strong. They stay the color. It doesn't fucking... The elastic of it doesn't no, die off. They don't get thing. fuzzies. Exactly. Um, so anything like the style of New York? Um, I saw a lot of different styles and stuff. But like I felt like each style was represented by a certain iconic piece. Like I, I saw... like. Based on like, if you were wearing a certain thing, I was like, all right, I already know what you what you all about. Like what you're into. Like you you you're can kind of tell what people yeah. are into over there. Except with me, I feel like I just throw shit on whatever I'm feeling for yeah. the day. But I feel like if you could look at like somebody's shoes, you can guess the rest of the outfit. Kinda, kinda. I do, I do get what you're, what you're talking about there. I did want to pull out some iconic like New York fits while I was there though. Like yeah, the I wanted out. I wanted I like I when I'm in New York, I want to keep the butters out because where we live is hot. So, I want to do the yeah. butters with, like, maybe a Stone Island uh, cargo, but get them a bigger size, so yeah. they, like... I might have to get them some Stone Island, They're, they're fatter a little bit. You know what? I'm going to get some Dickies, and I'm going to buy a bunch of bootleg um, Stone Island patches and start sewing them shits on the Dickies. Just the fucking... That should probably me. become the vibe, just like the the, the lady. I don't, I don't know the lady's name is, but she would buy the um, fake bags and write, like, fake Gucci or fake Givenchy on it, yeah. stuff like that. And those bags go for like two, three thousand. Not even I don't know. I don't think it's two, three thousand. Maybe a thousand dollars, but still. There's this artist name. Um, his, I just know his Instagram name is like C Boyho. Yeah. And um, his his famous. He's in like museums now and shit. But his famous thing is um, he'll take like other people's artworks like Rothko and like Warhol and Matisse and Picasso, and he'll write shit. He'll write shit on it. Well, first of all, he'll recreate most of them. Yeah. In like a really crude style, and he'll write shit on it and be like this blah 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 makes me feel more important or like this makes me feel rich or like I bought this Rothko ha 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 oh so while we were in New York one of the, like the biggest art fucking things happened um and we talked about the train the Banksy shit um, oh yeah of the girl the girl with the balloon thing where it shredded well, well we both thought that shit was like dog that was so dope that That's was so fucking dope. so get, explain explain what happened to the so uh, for the people who haven't heard um he made a painting well he made a piece of art and he designed the frame that like if it was ever sold he planned for it to, this to happen that it, it would shred and then the painting sold at shred. auction for 1.3 million and it shredded yeah. and people were like oh shit and then people would do people's faces in that video were like, like oh my god what is, is going on yo he, the so, funniest part is when they try to take it off the wall to yeah. see if it would stop shredding <laughs> like what the fuck yo so the one thing that I was thinking about it now that I like we, we had some time to think about it, like 
He had to have somebody in there or had to have yeah. somebody like to know when to hit that button because like I don't think it was just like oh sold then like it's triggered by like voice. Nah, someone in there had to hit a button. But you know what's crazy about it? Isn't it his, messed up, didn't it? His, no, so his his plan was to like sh- to shred it. So I shredded half of the painting technically to ruin the painting. Now the painting is worth double the money. Yeah, it's crazy because it was supposed to shred entirely, but it messed up. It did it? Yeah, he recently said that it, it was supposed to. Every, every time he tested it, it's supposed to shred entirely. Yeah. But it stopped. It was. It messed up. Either way, it would be worth double anyways. Yeah. That's like, crazy. That, that's fucking crazy. That's like, that's the epitome of art. Like, that's I don't real want life you, art. Yeah, man. I don't want you motherfuckers to buy my shit. So I'm going to destroy it. But how did they get the painting was the thing that I was thinking of. Like, how did they get that painting to sell it? I still don't remember. I don't, I don't either. Because it is kind of strange. Yeah. I think he did it, or he donated it just for that. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that is smart. He donated yeah. it just for that, knowing that it was going to get sold, and then it sold, yeah. and then he fucking shredded that shit. Which makes it even more cooler. Well, for people people who don't know why he does that shit is uh one, artists never make money off their art anyways because yeah. half like, of the time when it's being sold, the auction house takes a huge amount of the money, like maybe like eighty percent of it. And a lot of it's for the larger amount of arts is like posthumous, like the artist is dead. Exactly. Plus, like Banksy believes art should be free. Exactly. Well, art should be free. Art should be free. But you you you're allowed to buy shit yeah like, I like how cause does it I, I I need those parallels in life where it's Banksy's like I want art to be free and, and cause has given free art and it's like I want to make money off my art now cause I don't think all art should be free like I feel like your artistic value should be like uh, compensated for sometimes yeah I agree with that Cause like with music, I feel like music should be compensated for. Like the the amount of time that it takes to make some music, and then people just listen to it for two weeks and just like whatever. Then like that that shit that shit makes people not want to make music. I'd rather have a, a world where I pay for art and meet people are making great art than rather being a free world of art and like people are just like diminishing it. That's why the music industry and the art industry are like so different because the artists creates the price range for his art and in the music industry your shit's 99 cents your shit's 99 cents no it's a dollar 29 it's a dollar 29 um but that's that's something else so no no things in, in new york um well the would you put here the homies the bulletproof vest oh yeah people were wearing bulletproof vests like that's new york real. style that's, i didn't think people would actually do that i seen like a i like how it looks on fits I seen but like rappers do. I know Vince Staples was the first I saw do it, and I saw. <laughs> that's Drake. the first person you ever saw wear bulletproof vest as like a, a style. On to as a performance. About fifty. He performed of one. Hell yeah, 50, that, that. that was fifty shit in the beginning of of uh, of his career. Like he used to. We, we, Didn't he? He was getting shot though. No, he used that as to, to his advantage of being shot nine times, and he would wear bulletproof vest because people were trying to shoot at him. And that's that's the that yeah. was like the marketing plan. Fifty's Fitty. so Fitty's cool. a genius. Um, so cool. But yeah, he, he wore that shit. Um, I've seen a lot of people. Fit, uh, I think Hov wore it a couple times. X used to wear it a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean Drake wears like a ruby red one now. Well, that it's become a style now because you know yeah. like. Uh, but he's also, has one now, he's also floating cars over people's heads. Like I'm, I still I'm look. I'm still that, waiting no. for that liability. Like I wouldn't want anything that to happen to people with that. But that's crazy. That that's fucking crazy to have a fucking two thousand pound car just hanging over. You know what's even crazier? He has to... That insurance is probably crazy, and he's still making probably more profit per show. For sure. For sure. Yo, fuck His it. budget is, like, crazy for that show. Shout, um, out, shout out to Migos. They're on tour with him. What's, what's the other, uh... The other shit you got right down here? Under the Bulletproof Vest? 
About Doc... Yeah, a lot of chicks were Doc Martens. A lot of people were Doc Martens in New York. I like Doc Martens. Like, uh, we've talked about the the new collab that they have. I forgot who, who it is, but I want to I want to get those Doc Martens. Um, Doc Martens for me would like a lot. People don't wear Doc Martens where we're from because it's hot. It's hot. So Doc Martens were never a part of my childhood, bro. New York Doc Martens are fucking huge. It's a huge thing. There's like remotes too. I think like everybody in New York has a remote back. Like, well, I wouldn't say everybody, but people of like. The style world have a remote bag in it. It's weird to me because crazy like shit is shit. we saw a lot of celebrities in New York, like a lot. Now that I think about it, yeah, we saw a lot. A lot think about it. we hung out with Jonah. Um, I saw well, the, the, it, I wouldn't say like we saw like upper echelon celebrities, but people who were like have shows and shit. Yeah. I, I saw a dude from Complex with, with from the Burger Show. We saw um, um, when we were leaving Adidas, a dude from the Ringer podcast came in. Yeah, um, we saw Julius Randle for the uh, Pelicans, for the Northern Pelicans, oh, and, and Nike. Remember those dudes? Like, yo, that's Julius Randle. He looked <laughs> he, mad normal. I'm like, like what do you expect? Normal. He's a human. Even when I went to the airport when I was leaving, there was an NBA player behind me too. Yeah, there was. A lot, I saw a lot of NBA players. Um, there's a lot of people at this. At I the, almost missed my flight, by the way, oh, to come back home. Why? Boarding was at seven twenty-five. I woke up at six forty-five. Oh, you're wild. And I made it. But no, you, you didn't. You weren't that far from. Nah, I wasn't that far. But yeah. Tristan wanted me to take the bus, so I'm like, I'm not taking no you took bus. The, you bro. took the Uber. I took the Uber, bro. <laughs> I was like, bro, I gotta go. But like, that's one thing I'm not taking in New York. This is my first time in New York ever. He's like, the bro, bus. just take the Q5. You'll be there in like. 20 Def, minutes. not taking the bus. Um. Hilarious. I almost missed my flight going there. To New York. Yeah. How? Uh, said person who, who who we went with was like, yo, I'm leaving at 5.30. And I'm oh. like, dude, you don't want to account for traffic? Because 5.30 traffic to go to Orlando is ridiculous. Oh, and he was okay, like, no, yes, we'll be good. He, leaves, he he comes to my house at 6. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even say anything. We caught, we got caught in the traffic, obviously. <laughs> and we get we get to his girl's house at 8. Something. Jesus Christ. Our flight, our flight boarded at 9.12. We get there at eight. We get to her house at eight something. We we have to go to the airport. So we get to the airport. I get my. I I had to check back because I don't go to New York without checking bags. I need options. So I get my check bag. They say that we can't. That uh, it's too late to check a bag. No, no, it wasn't too late to check a bag. I it missed, wasn't, I it missed bag checking by two minutes. Um. So so what you, what what happens in that situation? They just let it slide. They're like, you know, it was two minutes. They just checked my shit in on, on, on like a different computer. Like I had to go to a different place to yeah. check in that bag. So what they did with mine, cause my bag, they had broke my bag last time. So they have to they have to note that the bag is broken. Yeah. Um. So they so the guy had to go to the kiosk and print me a new bag tag. So it took that motherfucker like fifteen minutes. Thank thank for thanks to the Dominican niggas. Shout out to my fucking the little meal niggas. Took fifteen minutes because you were talking shit. Then we get there. We have to go through TSA. TSA in Orlando is ridiculous. So it got to the point where the TSA wasn't even moving because in Orlando, I I don't know what it is. People just don't understand that you can't have things in your bag that that you can't get through there. People were bringing in penne and like rice and beans to get through TSA, and I'm like, what the fuck? Without checking them in. No, there were. It was through. It, it was their carry on. Yeah, you can't they, do that. Can you take food in your care in, in your fucking check in? Not shit like that. Exactly. Take, like crackers. Like they had shit. fucking pilots, pots of fucking penne and rice. Because the guy kept saying, like, when we were walking to the, this is crazy how my life like foreshadows things so much. When we were walking to TSA, I hear the guy saying like, yo, no rice, no beans, no da da da, no nothing. I'm like, who the fuck would bring that shit? Then he was like, yo, you'll be surprised. And 
Lo and behold, the lady right in front of me has fucking penny and rice. And then we go, we get out finally through TSA. And some lady tried to get a microwave through TSA in her carry-on. Why? I have no clue. So then we get to, have to take a shuttle to our terminal. Uh, so, like, we're making good time at that time, so, like, yo, fuck, we'll get, uh, we'll get some Starbucks, whatever, they wanted to get Starbucks, so, they wanted to get Starbucks, yeah. and then Starbucks took supremely long, the, so, the line's probably mad long, we too. get to the terminal, our, we get to our gate, finally, and, uh, my cousin's girl looks around, she's like, yo, nobody's on the plane, I'm like, uh, everybody boarded already, I'm pretty sure, we get there, we're, like, the last four people on the, on the thing, so, we already have to fucking look for places to put the bags, I hate that, cause I, I don't four. like when you gotta put your bag like way farther away from when you sit. I had to put my bag two aisles down because it, it, it's a huge airplane. Yeah. I had to put my bag two aisles down, so I had to wait for everyone to leave, and so I can go get my bag. Matter. That's exactly why I sit in first class. This is exactly why I sit in first class. I hate this shit. Subtle flex. No, I do that. I I hate that. I want to be on the plane first so I can have my bags, and I want to be off the plane first as well. That I that once you fly first class, everything else is just shit after that. Um, so Doug Barnes, a lot of, uh, shoot shows, yeah, there were a lot Let's of shoot talk shows. about flying, bro, because, like, think about it. Think about what, how crazy flying in a plane is. I think about that every time I'm in a plane. And they still find a way to make it so bad. What do you mean? Like, sometimes the experience of being on a plane, despite how amazing a scientific feat or, like, how crazy it is. Yeah. They make it so shitty. Because of how good it could be. And how much they charge for shit, and how much things are like it's just so unenjoyable. I don't know. JetBlue sent me at twenty percent off, so shout out to JetBlue. Always fly JetBlue. Um, I've been. Disappointed. What do you, why do you say like it's so shitty? Like for a reason. Please think about it. Well, you gotta pay for check bags. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay for Wi-Fi. I don't have to pay for Wi-Fi. Sometimes some flights. Yeah, some if you fly like on islands. fucking Spirit or some shit. Not nah, even Delta. Even Delta. Delta does. makes you even pay. Southwest does. De- Delta has the worst Wi-Fi though. I paid for their Wi-Fi and that shit was trash. It didn't work. That's just sixteen dollars too. Yeah, I didn't it, pay um, for trash. I'm not. I had JetBlue's no, free. I had Big Mouth downloaded already, so I was good. Oh, we'll talk about that. Big Mouth. Oh, yeah, because I did watch Big Mouth on the way back. All right, so what else? Like what? Like what else? Like that you Plus, like, like the seats are horrible. What'd you What'd you fly on? I flew Delta. Delta. That's why you're saying that. If you were flying, no, nah, but I've flown. JetBlue is like I've flown JetBlue before. I've Jet, flown United. The I've shit. flown Southwest. I've JetBlue's I've flown number American. one on my list of flying. I but it's all it's all the same shit to me. Nothing. It's Not all, really. It's literally Jet, all the same. JetBlue, shit you get unlimited snacks. Who gets more than one snack? This guy right here, if it's unlimited, fuck yeah, I'm going. Nigga, why? let me get them pretzels. Let me get them cookies. Shit doesn't taste good in the air. You why? What? Food doesn't taste good in the air. Uh, it tastes mad different. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, it tastes fine to me. Because, alright, so airplane food is way different from food on the floor. I mean, on, on Earth. I mean, not on Earth, but, like, on the ground. Because, like, since you're so high up, yeah, your nasal passages are, like, mad dip. I don't know how to explain it, but is your nose... Because you eat through your nose and your mouth. Yeah, you eat through the taste of it, yeah. Right, so when smell. you're that high up, your nasal cavities are, like, pressured and condensed and shit like that. So food tastes different. So that's why all the snacks are either salty, like... Or really sweet. Or really sweet. Yeah. So when you eat, like, food... Well, I don't eat food, nigga. No, but even snacks. snacks, because even those snacks, if you read the backs, it's so much saltier than regular food. Yeah. And it's so shitty. Because I feel like I have... Not really. Shout out to Belgian boys, nigga. I, I had the Belgian boys cookies with a ginger and, some, and some pretzels. But because, I, because I have superhuman nasal passages, everything is up there is so shitty to me. That's crazy. I, I never had that experience for that shit. Um, no, like, what you should do, next time you fly, take snacks... Save them, 
and then eat them like an hour after you land, yeah. it's gonna be the worst shit you ever ate in your life. You think so? Guarantee. Right, I'm done. It's so I've bad. done it before though with JetBlue cookies. <laughs> like I would ask for not, not the cookies. Get like um the pretzels. Get the pretzels. I got the pretzels on the thing last and, time. And eat them on the floor. But think about it. They have cheeses up there. It's so, like cheeses is gonna taste like cheeses regardless. That's chemicals. <laughs> That's chemicals, bro. Do you think Jesus uses real cheese? For sure. Dog, it's not even spelled. <laughs> it's spelled with a Z. Um, oh, Big Mouth. Big, uh, yeah, so uh, I guess we can talk about things that we watched on the plane. I watched the Quincy Jones documentary. I don't know if you've seen it. Nah, I, I watched Bronx Tale on Big The Mouth. Quincy Jones documentary is great. That documentary is really good. Um, I would suggest anybody to listen to it. I mean, to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called Quincy. Um, it's really good. It just depicts his life from the beginning to then. I, I know... I know a lot of things about Quincy Jones. I'm a huge fan of Quincy Jones. He's still Jones. alive. Yeah. I don't... So, I know a lot of things about Quincy Jones, but there's a lot of things that I didn't know about his early childhood and, like, how he got into uh, music and stuff like that. I didn't know that yeah. he used to score... Well, he used to write music for Frank Sinatra. I didn't know that. Um, well, Frank Sinatra was... The, so, is it, like, a documentary? It's kind of like a documentary until now. Right. So it, it says like all the things that, that they happened have a before. Hand in it? Like he was a part of it. Yeah, he was a part of it. Right. Uh, I think check the, it out. the producer was um, Rashida Jones, which is his daughter. Rashida Jones is his daughter. Yeah, you know, know that. that. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's his daughter. Um, I also thought that Winona Ryder's real name was Winona Ryder, but it's not. But it shows Quincy and like shows like uh, his relationships and stuff like that, and relationships with women and. Why some women didn't work out. The artist that he works with, he works with uh, any great artist that you could think of of that time or of now. He has worked with them. Bradley Cooper. Um, Lady Gaga. Uh, shout out that movie. I watched it. What else? That that movie was really good. Uh, I guess you said you watched the Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale is a fucking classic yeah. movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's I saw classic. A Star Is Born the other day. Oh, uh, that's a Bradley yeah. Cooper movie, right? Yeah, with Lady Gaga. Yeah. That's how you said it. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch that movie. It was so. okay. You can see it on in light on light. He, he directed that movie. Yeah, I think and, it was his, and wrote that. I, I think it was his directorial debut. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> Big Mouth. What did season you watch two. the whole season? Yeah, I saw the whole. I season. I only watched episode five. If you guys don't watch Big Mouth, Big Mouth is about uh, kids going through puberty and like uh, they have like hormone real... monsters and stuff like that. That yeah. it's a really silly show, but it's fucking hilarious. It's pretty funny. Yeah, because everybody has gone through what they're going through. Is them going Maybe not to that extent. Not to the extent. There are, some people, there are some people who have gone to the extent. Yeah. But that's so fucking hilarious. That, that's so really good. Um, so I guess we will go through transition. So, uh, shit, that we, shit that we missed on slash shit that we we're going to talk about now. And regardless, we are talking about the Banksy thing. Um, this happened recently. Uh, the Sean Witherspoon uh, bespoke Air Max 1. Those are really cool. With the peel-aways? They're peel-aways. Look. I don't give a fuck what you guys say about Sean Witherspoon. I know a lot of people hate about hate on him and shit like that. I don't know for, for what reason, but that motherfucker knows his shit. He gives you fair prices when you go into the store, and he designs pretty dope sneakers. Like, those sneakers are really dope. He had the Liberty Fabric, bro. That's just really people dope. people don't fuck with the Liberty Fabric. That's a legendary company. Um. Uh, so I guess we're going to talk about the... Oh, this is just some shit I just thought it was dope. So Balenciaga had a pine tree keychain. So this was this. You didn't even click on this. Where is cl- this? Click on it. It's right under the Shana Redspoon bespoke. This is the thing that I was saying that it separates from. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, this is the thing that I was, that I was saying that separates from high end to streetwear. Cause this is like something that only a high end a uh, high end thing could pull off and sell for two two hundred fourteen dollars. Like there's a lot of detail in it, but there's nothing different from that being. It's just a a pine tree key. Uh, it comes in a set. Air freshener. And it's just it's just he pressed it and says Balenciaga on it. 
Um, but I think that's the big difference between me for like the difference between the Supreme thing, like they put out the Supreme markers and shit like that. Yeah. Where that's like some people cool can tag. Though. Like it fits their brand very well, but then they have things that don't fit their brand, like making a kayak. But then Balenciaga does this shit where it's like an air freshener pine tree. Like you guys have all seen the air freshener pine tree. Yeah. Um, and it's just a keychain. Like I think like that's where it differentiates that. Like I can sell this for two hundred fourteen dollars, and you can sell that for fifty. That's it. But I don't. I don't see that as fitting um, Balenciaga's brand. No, it's not fitting Balenciaga's brand. I'm saying that it's cool. It's it's like one of those things that we like, where it's just like, why would you do that? But I'm saying the difference between that being a street a streetwear high end is that I can sell for two hundred fourteen dollars. If I was in a different tax bracket, I'd buy it. Cause I buy stupid shit. I would now. not buy that. You do buy a lot of like. I buy ex- little things. accessories like yeah. if you like by the time Andrew gets like thirty, he's gonna have like a lot of weird shit in his house it's like just macro. like collected from the top. Like my my bookcase is gonna be fire. <laughs> it's gonna have my trinkets. Uh, I'm a trinket guy. We can talk about the Noah and uh, Vance collab T-shirt that they have for breast ca- bre- uh, breast uh, ca- cancer awareness. Yeah, that's, the, that's um, a really cool shirt. Yeah, um, those those shows are really dope. Um, I think a proceed of that goes to a, a breast cancer awareness all something. It. All of it does. All uh, so go so go buy. It's forty eight dollars a tee. Um, I'm gonna buy my shit soon. I might get both colors. It's a it's a white and then it's um like a, a, like a pink, sky blue. Sky blue and they have a pink one. Oh, they have a pink one too. Yeah. So it's three colors. Uh, and then Noah also did a collab with Row New York. Oh yeah, so we can talk about that too. The 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 Row New York shit. That's just really dope. Yeah, we've talked about this shit many times. I like preppy clothes. Yeah, like preppy clothes. Like, um, it's a good cause. It gets people like in New York like into a sport that is deemed only for. Like, oh, there's kids. a backstory to that. I didn't read it. Yeah, so what it is is that they collab with um, Row New York, and Row New York is a nonprofit organization that yeah. takes kids from um, it takes seniors in high school and puts them into like if they're interested into rowing. Yeah, which is like the sport you know there, like the, so what it is the is um, collegiate sport the collegiate sport only, only collegiate so like when you think of like rowing you don't see like kids from the hood rowing definitely don't yeah, you definitely don't want those yeah. problems either because we will win facts so it's really cool and um it's a collab and 15% of the proceeds will go to that nonprofit. Yeah. dude shout out to Noah because Noah does a lot of dope shit facts they be doing cool shit like they do the a people, lot of dope shit for the people too and it looks exactly. good yeah it's and it looks tough. good that's the thing like if it was trash we say it's trash but it looks pretty fucking dope like I would cop a few of those pieces that they have on that's there that's some fire blazers but yeah it still it still fits the brand because it's collegiate it's preppy yeah and it's cool like cause that's yeah Noah, Noah to me is like a preppy street where yeah like it's like Skateboarder, and then it's like it always fits up in the culture. Facts. Imagine it's, it's to you, me, it's like if Ralph Lauren and Supreme got into one. Facts. Imagine your local skateboarder going to college. That's Noah. <laughs> uh, so I guess we talking about no job. Uh, Nike and Pada have a hybrid sneaker mix with uh, an Air Max ninety and Air Max ninety five. I actually think the sneaker looks pretty dope. Mm. I probably won't copy for retail. If, if Nike wants to send it to me, shout out to me. Send send it to me. Or Pada wants to send it to me. Shout out. Send it to us. Um, I like the 95 aspect about it a lot. I like the bottom? Yeah. Yeah, I like the bottom a lot. I like how it mixes. Um, the hybrids are getting... Overdone weirder, right now. Overdone. Yeah. Because yeah. Sean Wilson got away with it. And Skepta got away with it. And now they want to run away with it. You know how it is. Like, if one thing works, they just continue yeah. to do it. Nothing special anymore. Yeah. Uh, Solange, Axel Barsha, and Anderson Park are all dropping in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all dropping new music. I know... Um, Axel Barsha dropping a new track... Tonight, Tonight, Friday. Yeah. Um, Solange has her album coming out in November and podcast is the album coming out. Anderson podcast. Solange's album, um, album date's confirmed? 
Well, I, it said it was going to drop in the fall. I'm pretty sure it's dropping in November. Which is really cool because I'm a seat at the table. It was really good. The seat at the table was my favorite album of what, when that album dropped? 2016. That's my favorite album, 2016. Chill, Sanfa came out that year. I don't care. That's and Malibu my, came out that year. That's my favorite album of the year. No, it didn't. Sanfa came out last year. Or did he? I don't know. But Mal- was, Malibu came out 2016, bro. That's Chill. my favorite album. Solange is my favorite album. That album was fucking great. That album was For Us, By Us, a.k.a. the Fuku song she had on there. That shit was hard. For Us, By Us. Uh, Nuo Dior. Uh, I sent it to you. In, in yeah. The, I mean, they don't miss. They don't miss. They don't miss. Dog, Teddy, I, 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 we, we saw Teddy saw saying that the thing. Um, me, I'm not a person who wants to, like, bother motherfuckers. I would have told him that that's A.B. Dash's favorite clothing line, and if you want to fucking... Have them in a photo shoot or something. That'd be fine. I mean, I, I do a holla at us. Teddy holla at us. I don't own enough Dobermans. Uh, but their shit consistently is always good. Like, yeah. I haven't had... They haven't had a job yet that I'm like, this shit is trash. It's just... The quality is good. Dude, the it's... A, yeah, good. like, it's the dope. are good. Um, a lot of Pumas, you put this up. I didn't really see them. Oh, you sent it to me. So yeah. Talk about them. So, it's just basically... Form. um, The A-Life Puma. It's just a regular... um. The the Clyde the Clyde shoes so it's a classic. Oh, is 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 the Clyde suede? Yeah. Oh, the dope though. Yeah, so it's basically a regular shoe, and they just put the A life on it. It's on the really side, clean. it's a forest green suede. Yeah, yeah, you already got me on that suede and forest green. Word. So it's basically um, an update because they had another one. Oh, they have a blue like, one too. As well. Yeah. So they an update because they put out another one of these like five seven years ago. Something yeah. Crazy like that. So it's just really cool to see A-Life still get some more love. Dude, you have to buy that fucking, no, uh, the Million Dior bucket hat. That's what you like crazy. Dog, I don't. <laughs> bucket hats are weird on my head, Chief. I got curly hair. Um, weird. Uh, Nigel Sylvester Air Force Ones came out, so he made a he made Air Force One What's for... What's the resale on that? Nothing. Really? I don't think it's anything. Because the way that they had it was that you can make it through um, Nike uh, ID. So it would have the silhouettes picked out, and you can just order them through Nike ID, and usually like that, they won't have any resale. Well, actually, I haven't checked the bottle on in a while. I don't think they have resale, but I think the shoe would have been a lot bigger if they did have resale on it. The shoes were really dope to me. I, I personally, um, uh, if they're still up, I'm copping the Queens one, and now I'll just buy it off a of fucking whatever resale site they they they're up on. Um, let me see if they have them. Because they're really cool. I really like these. They don't have them up for sale anywhere. I think you can still buy them. On the thing, uh, so yeah, there's three. It's three Air Force Ones. It's Queens, it's Brooklyn, um, it's Queens, it's Brooklyn, and what else? I don't know, but the Queens one are the dopest one to me. It's all white, and then uh, it has a Nike check with the outer lining being red, a burgundy, and then the bottom being gum soles, and it has sway on the back and it's padded on the front. You got me right fucking there. Even though I'm not huge on padded sneakers, but that sneaker's really dope. Um, nigga, I sent it to you on the DM if that's what you're looking for. No, I'm looking at... Uh, yeah, I was looking at that. I know you were looking for it. Uh, or this nigga must have been looking at porn. I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, Are you looking for it? You're talking about this shit? No, no, that's a union. That's the union ones. one. So we can talk about those two. Is the the oh, union, is. Los Angeles. You don't, you don't like it? The Air Force One? Oh, yeah. I like the Air Force I like ones. It. I like his Jordan one more, though. Yeah, I like... No, the first ones, the Queens ones, I like the most. Those are dope. With the red, but you know I'm a huge, I'm a huge Air Force One fan, anyways. Like the Air Force One is my favorite silhouette. Yeah, you said that the Union ones are ugly. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. The the Air Force Ones are not the biggest fan. So you, so we, but the Union Air Jordan one is the cool. Union Air Jordan ones that they have coming out soon. I don't give a fuck where I have to get these shits from, but these are just a fucking cop. Like they, 
this was like the quality you can tell on that leather is ridiculous. If it's coming out like that, it's it's super dope. Like that's so, is, dope is, is it two colorways? Yeah, they have a blue colorway too. I don't like the blue colorway like that, but I like that first. Uh, nah, I really like the blue one. So it's so it's a, it's a black tone one, and then it's a um it's a I, I won't say it's the UNC ones, but it's a darker tone blue of them, and the top is like a, a different colors gray. I don't know. Go check it out. I'm not really gonna fucking explain it. Yes. Um. Oh, I was just. Speaking on like Jordans, I was telling Tokyo E that I have never owned a pair of Air Jordan ones. And I was very surprised by and that. And I'm all I want for my birthday is uh, a pair of Air Jordan, Jordan ones. Blue, Yo Nike, blue shout blue out! Come on, send, send I'm send turning twenty three. It's the Jordan year. Yeah, send, send one to my boy. Come on now. Um, if I do really get one, I'm gonna wear it every day, even to work at Adidas. No, Air Jordan ones to me is a very like the besides Air Force ones. I would probably put Air Jordan ones after that because it's a shoe that it can fit with anything. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it fits with any fucking clothing style that you want to do. You can dress it up and you can dress it down. Um, the the Air Jordan Royals, those are the white and blue ones, right? Yeah. I'll probably get No, those are the white and blue ones. The Royal ones are the ones I have. It's black and blue. Uh, what are the white and blue ones called? The white and blue ones are those, but I don't I don't. I forgot what it was. You're talking about the ones that Colette made one about, right, too? That color, but not the Colette one, because the Colette ones, they only made one. Yeah, Colette ones, like, I think they're out, but they would go for a lot of money. Um... Uh, the lady from Collab was there too. Sarah at, at Yeah, she was there. Yeah. She was walking around being being chill. Taking mad, taking mad Instagram stories. She's, she's dope though. Yeah, um, yeah. the new Supreme movie you have. I feel here, like but. she's way smarter than me. <laughs> I like that. I like women that are smarter than me. The new Supreme movie. That oh you yeah, have William Strobeck. He's been teaching the movie for like months. It's called Bless. It's yeah. gonna be a, a full length Supreme skate lifestyle film. So mm. hopefully, so it's kind of it's gonna be like mid nineties or is it gonna no, be no, skate no, no. it's gonna be from Supreme. Oh, so it's like a DGK, like, like how DGK or like how BBC used to have them, like the yeah. skate volumes. Yeah. All right. It's uh, gonna be probably a little different though. Como de Garçon, Nike shocks. I think I don't know if we talked about it last week, but we didn't. That's definitely cop. It's got the chains on them. That's I'm hard. taking that chain off. Nah, you gotta wear the chain. Nah, on your neck. Okay, that's just you. I'm not wearing that chain. Hard. Um. New Cactus Jack Air Force, Air Force ones are coming out. Well, I don't know if he made a bespoke and it was just for himself because yeah, they kind of like bespoke. But Air Force the Air ones. Jordan ones are definitely. The Air out. Jordan ones are coming out with the backwards Nike check. Yeah. Avery Dash says he likes it. I'm I like it. About I, it. I don't, don't like, like the color. I don't like the brown. No. Um, I mean, I love my brown people. I just don't like the brown on the shoe. I don't like brown on like clothes. Like I like it on clothes, but I don't like it on sneakers. Like brown sneakers. The only sneakers that I like that are brown are the Air Jordan Three Mochas. What about like wheat colored? The wheats. Only Tim's. Only Tim's. Niggas who work that. But dude. I don't even feel like that's brown. I wouldn't even say that's brown. It's brown. Nah. Um, like, that brown is like mocha brown. That's not my fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking mocha about. Brown, I'm, not mocha. I'm talking about the fucking Air Jordans. Uh, Alright, so Tom, Tom Sachs Marjar Mar 2. The yeah, boot. which is really cool. A lot of people don't know is that the original um, Marjard, the yeah. br- the brown and white shoe with the red check, is inside the space boot. It's stitched inside. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get somebody to fucking unstitch that shit, and I'm wearing those Marjards. It's just $500. I think, how much is the Marjard resale? 1500 Yeah, you might as well just do that then. <laughs> that, that resale's like $1,500. Not even. It's probably 2000 now. Hold on. Let me go, let me go look for it because I was gonna buy it when they were at twelve hundred dollars. That shoe's most, really cool though. It's dope as fuck. I like that sneaker. I, and I hate the people who say that yo, if that sneaker would have been at um at at uh what's that shit called at the outlets, you guys wouldn't have bought that shit. I'm like okay, nigga, that would have been the outside death for the cop. Um, uh, the two are going for three thousand one hundred dollars in my size. 
Yikes. Exactly. And that's to sell right now. To buy right now, my size is $3,500. I see, I see a size 9 on grill for 16 Yes, yeah, to sell though, right? Huh? To sell. Yeah. No, grilled. Oh, grilled, grilled to buy. Um, they have the new shoe up there too, but I don't see any any prices up. Oh, so the new shoes um in my size is fourteen hundred dollars. The space boot. Yeah. That's crazy. I wasn't retailing that. Damn, I might have to get you the retail. That was four fifty. Jesus. On the space boot. Yeah. Yeah. The retail on the Marjard two point were, I think like one something, dude, like one fifty or some shit. Yeah. No, two hundred. Uh, so I guess we'll move on from that. Is this one on Fruit of the Loom team? <laughs> Tom Sachs is fucking wild and Tom Sachs is a nigga. Um, so I guess I guess we'll end it off here. Um, recently, like when I've been in New York, um, we were supposed to do a couple of interviews with some Dominican artists, but the times didn't really, uh, like, I don't know what, what what's what's the proper term for that. The times didn't really. Let's just intersect. say the, the universe didn't synchronize. Yeah. Um. We could we couldn't find the right day or right time because we were busy at times because we got invited to go into events and the times that we were we weren't busy they had things to do. Say the less though. Shout out to all the new Dominican artists. I wanted to put that on. Um, this more your shit than mine because you were planning this one out. What do you mean? Like I don't know. Oh yeah no no so um the so the people that I have on here weren't the people that I were gonna do one with. Well one person was the person that I was gonna do one with. I won't disclose what person it was because. We already made plans for the next time we go to have a fucking thing. But I just want to shout out to the, the Dominican designer movement. Because, like, growing up, there was no designers that we could look up to being Dominican. Um, the only the only artist that that we... Well, the only designer that we had that I knew of that was Dominican was Oscar De La Rante. And he was a high-fashion um, uh, designer. But now we have... Um, like, like here, I have the link of the... Um, Nike Air Force One, the De La Mille Air Force Ones, which are actually coming out in November. With the, this November? Yeah, this November. Which I'm gonna cop like at least three pairs. I need one, Chief. That's um, a- I definitely need. I definitely need those pairs. And it's the thing is with me is like, I was happy that that one Dominicans were getting their shine, and two that it was actually a really dope thing. Uh, if anybody a wants to know, design that. Yeah. If if anybody wants to know the artist who designed it, it uh, his Instagram name is, is uh, Z's P. So it's uh, C E Z E uh, dot P. So C E E as in fucking Eckerson, Z as in zebra, E as in Europe dot P. Um, the, he de- the way he designs things is really dope to me. It's translucent. So it has Della Mill written on it with a Nike check on the other one. It's really dope. Shout out to him for like killing that shit. Um, we also have the Tony uh, Pelata. Um, yeah. From the Pilata project, which he he makes a lot of um, clothing and um, paintings for like things of our culture. Like for example, he puts the rolos on all like iconic women. So her, the rolos are the um, rose, the hair curls, the hair curls that they put on Dominican women, Dominican fucking so hair salons, which is like synonymous with that shit, and, like thubies and shit, which are like nets that they wear. Yeah, not, these delamias are crazy. Exactly. So then. Um, he he does that. And he does shirts as well, like to like uh, with like significant sayings or some shit like that from our culture. From our culture, we also have the the Dominguez Corporation, which is a new like streetwear um brand. I think you buy a better gift shop and stuff like that. We've talked about this on previous episodes where yeah. it's him, it's his family's uh car wash, and he's making like merch basically off oh, yeah, of it and stuff like that, like ASAP Nas and shit. Wearing it's just shit. actually really cool. And then you have the big bro. 
on the podcast shit who like inspired us and uh, it's, I'm pretty sure it's by a lot of other people. Mero, shout out to BX. Yeah. Uh, East Street, my street, where the nigga from. <laughs> I'm never going to the Bronx. The Bronx is way too far. The plantain supernova in the it, sky. Uh, yeah, shout out to Mero. And then we have like other artists like uh, Carlos De Leon, which is uh, an actual canvas art person. Also, Gabriela De Alessandro. And then you have Jose uh, Morbon, is another Dominican artist. Um, I'm just... Are we just shouting out Dominican artists? No, right? for sure, cause no, cause because I got one right now. Who? The world's greatest Dominican oils art painter right now, oh. Monica Hernandez. I, I don't I don't know who she is. I'm just shouting them out because I I know when we were growing up we didn't well we didn't know or either we didn't see a lot of these yeah. people, um like a lot of our people being shown in like art and stuff like that like uh like. Fashion and shit wasn't really big in DR. Like, if you see people who are wearing, like, if you see a quintessential DR fashion, it's like a button up, super tight pants, and loafers. And right. they're usually white loafers. And regular, like, everyday wear would be the plaid shorts with the t shirt. Exactly. And so, it, it, it was really dope to me that we're getting we're, we're, we're getting some light shed on us as far as, like, streetwear stuff and shit. Like, nigga, we fly out here, nigga. We out yeah, here. It is really cool. And we can dance. I always see talking about people, oh, we need more representation. Exactly. Need more. And I was like, all right, cool. Exactly. But now that I see, I'm like, yo, this shit is fucking exactly. fire. So we, ha- we, we out here. We have, a resum- we have resumenta- resumentation out um, of, like, our culture. So, uh, nigga, if I could, I'm going to put it out in the forefront for our culture. We doing, we doing shit out here. We doing shit out here. So... We'll wrap it up. Shout out to all my fucking Dominicans that were We out here. 809, so home again. What's, what's popping? Um, I guess we'll just end this out with the Burn CDs of the week. I right, so, go off, King. This nigga. I, I know you You don't You don't have your five yet or whatever. I do, I do. <clears throat> so, my first one is uh, Styles P. Davies' uh, Beloved. Off of his Dead Beloved EP. That EP is super hard. If you like what quintessential rap music and shit like that, like uh, gangster music. I wouldn't say gangster because it's... I say it's a good mixture of uh, hard shit and a good mixture of uh, conscious in the same way because that's the Styles P and Davies' style. Like, they can give you a conscious and hard shit at the same time. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Untitled number 4. Untitled Unmastered is better than damn. Don't at me. Um, Mary J. Blige's I Can Love You Better. Mm-hmm. Earl Sweatshirt mm-hmm. Night. And the last one, you know I always got the one in there. Jada Air It Out. Uh, you know what's kid, crazy? Kiss a Live album. That's the first Earl Sweatshirt on here, and it came from you. And he's my favorite rapper. You know what's crazy? Like, I, we were talking about this in like, the pre-production shit. was like, nigga, I love Pharrell, and I have yet to put one Pharrell no, record I put on at it. least two or three. I, I even have one so this week. That That's how you know that like we really go off of what we've been listening to. Because if not, I'd put an NERD or a fucking Pharrell off of... Uh, Mm, my mind. What is it? What's, what's in his my mind? In my mind. Yeah. No, no. What's his record? Is that in my mind? His That's solo. I said solo. I yeah. Guess. So yeah. So it's in my mind. I would put a record off of that all the time, or so, something he produced. Um, Yo, top five underrated for us songs is Gush. Make that pussy just gush. <laughs> That's off Make, of uh, uh, Girl. Girl. Yeah. That's an underrated album to me. Make the pussy. Mm. That album is really good. Uh, so my five, I got Peach Fuzz by Tyler the Creator. It's one of the Lucy's I finally made it to Spotify. Super dope. I got Breakout by N.E.R.D. off of the Flyer Die album. I don't even have to say anything for that. Um, a little off hip hop and rap, I got Escalator by Good Morning, mm-hmm. and then Show Me How by Men I Trust, and then I took it way back. I got the You Don't Have to Call by Usher. <laughs> I'm surprised that you put that record on before Why I put that record. I'm pretty sure I have put that record up already. Maybe. Cause that's that one of my one. that's one of my favorite Pharrell records. Like just to give a, a, a little story of like how I got to like like Pharrell so much, it was that every time I heard oh, the a breakout song, track? no, 
So every time I heard a song as a young kid, I remember like, yo, that song was dope. And then I went back and started going into credits. I'm like, oh, the Neptunes produced that and wrote that and they wrote that and wrote that. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like for us, it's like the the god MC, so I'm definitely going to fuck with it. Didn't they have like 51% of Billboard one year? For sure. Oh, I had this written down. No, I had this written down on my fucking thing because I was just watching one of the previous, previous Joe Budden episodes. I think it was episode 185. And they were going through who won the bre- who won the breakup of Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears in the early 2000s. And I, what recollected to me was Pharrell wrote and produced the whole Britney and, and, and Justin Timberlake fucking breakup. Because every record that he, that he wrote for her, he wrote I'm a Slave for Her, which was produced and written by the I know Neptunes. he did all of um, Justin's album. I didn't know he did Britney's too. He did, he did a lot of Britney's album too. So, so besides the the breakup song that he didn't uh, produce for was uh, "Cry Me a River," but that whole just that song is hard. But that whole Justified album was basically the Neptunes, and it was all written by the Neptunes. So I'm like, yo, this nigga froze a different type of killer. How you how you write and produce for a breakup, my nigga? And they're two mega stars at the time. Yeah. This this well, Justin's still a mega star, but I don't know about Britney. Nah, Britney's still doing her thing. Is she? Yeah, she's on tour right now. Is she? Or something. I mean, I mean, well, I wouldn't know. Um, so I guess you I have anything else? I know she's doing really well right now, and hope she does. I hope she has a great day. You have anything else? Uh, no, that's all. Alright, so I guess we're in that here, Thought Talk Season 2, Episode 8. You already know what it is. If you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, TSB with Tristan, well, we Sounds of New York with Tristan, Episode 7, Season oh, hold 2. On, hold on, I do have something to say. I know you didn't watch the, um, the Joe Budden episode, but Pusha T said, I'm heartless. My face is upside down. And niggas still are fans of Drake. That's crazy. Yeah, be, that's gonna go over a lot of people said, but, uh... I guess we'll end that off here. Thanks for having me. Hope your mom's not mad at me. Uh, yeah. Hey, yo, you better flee, hops, or get your head full.